welcome one and all to my show, Denny Thinks He Knows, the sports talk show hosted by me, Denny Glasser. Episode 21. In 2021, bound to be an amazing show. It has to. The numbers, they're just adding up. <laughs> um, we're going to head right on into it, guys, without any further ado. In segment first up is the NFL. We're talking Sam Darnold. Huge trade uh, that took place this week. Sam Darnold off to the Carolina Panthers from the New York Jets. Uh, he was uh, with the New York Jets, of course, not doing too much in that horrible offense. Adam Gase, horrible uh, coach. Excited to see what Sam can do uh, with Carolina. I think he propels McCaffrey's game. I think he makes the whole entire offense better. Um, where does Bridgewater go? That's a big question mark right now. I think the team that makes the most sense is the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see. I think him being with Mahomes, if you know Mahomes was to go down with an injury, Bridgewater's going to be right there to keep that offense going. But time will tell. Um, if not the Chiefs, I think the Chicago Bears. I know they got Andy Dalton, um, but I think Bridgewater makes a lot of sense for the Bears as well. Um, just got to see what Carolina is willing to do with that big contract because I know a lot of teams aren't going to be trying to pay Bridgewater um, that kind of money, especially if he's a backup so or competing for a job. So time will tell. Um, also, the draft is coming near. We're about three weeks away. Uh, I'm going to come out with a Steelers mock draft. Love to hear your guys' thoughts on who you'd like your team to pick up. Uh, I got to go with Najee Harris uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The rest of the picks will come in, but I think Harris is just a Steeler through and through. He will be a running back, obviously, for us. That means James Conner. I don't see him coming back. If I had to make a guess, if I had to look into my crystal ball, I would say James Conner is probably heading to the Arizona Cardinals. We'll see if that comes true. I just have a funny England, you know, Drake is no longer there. They have Edmonds, but I think they could really use uh, James Conner coming in to possibly be their bell cow, but at least be their dynamic duo with Edmonds. Time will tell. We're heading right on over to the Major League Baseball's portion of First Up. Uh, I'm talking Cleveland Indians. My Cleveland Indians right now are, they're one and three. You know what? I'm not even mad. I'd actually go as far as to say, good. Good that they're one and three. Here's why. You're putting Jake Bowers and Yu Chang at, at first base. You're putting Jordan Luplo in center field. You're doing a carousel shortstop. Okay. You don't know what's going on right now. Who's the closer with the bullpen. Things need to be decided upon in Cleveland. Okay. Quite frankly, things need to be decided upon. If the offense was scoring good, nothing would change right now. Wait till the end of April. Okay. I think Bobby Bradley's coming up in, at first base. They got to figure something out in center field. I hope it's DJ, the Jet Johnson closer. I think Class A may be the closer, but Karen Check is right there as well. Guys, things need to be decided upon. Too much up in the air right now, and it's not good. So, with that, I would say good on Cleveland. Good that it's not going great right now, because if it was, I, I don't think changes would take place. They are going pretty poorly right now and one and three is not a great way and i don't see that changing anytime soon the offense just can't generate the the talent right now guys i uh it's they're not they're not generating the runs and the talent is just it's not corresponding so quite honestly i think you see around end of april there's going to be a change because right now a team is up two three runs on us it's like oh my goodness how are we gonna how are we gonna score three runs got it got to change guys got to change um, and with that, too, I got to say uh, props to Colorado. They're getting the All-Star game this year. Excited to uh, watch that. Um, 
you know, crazy things took place. It's out of Atlanta. Now it's out into Colorado. So props to the Colorado Rockies to being able to host uh, the 2021 All-Star Game. And lastly, with the Major League Baseball's portion of first up, I just want to highlight two teams that we didn't necessarily see um, out of the start. I know I did not um, predict finally for them uh, for the upcoming season, but they're off to a good start. we got to highlight it. Uh, the Kansas City Royals, they're currently uh, whipping my Indians right now. My, my Cleveland Indians uh, did not fare well uh, yesterday in yesterday's game. Um, by the way, we are taping on a Tuesday. So I'm referring to a Monday night game, guys. Um, and then uh, they... So the Royals are three and one. They're they're looking good. They we'll see what happens. They added the talent that that needed to be added this offseason. Carlos Santana, uh, Mike Miner. I think they got some great pieces in place. So they could go on to keep this up, but at the very least, great way to start the season. And the Baltimore Orioles, guys, uh, three and one as well. Now, once again, this is as of uh, Tuesday night, so things can change, but. Um, Kudos to Baltimore, man. I did not see this coming. They are jumping out of the gates and they are off to a great running start. So got to highlight it. We're going to be keeping tabs all season long. That wraps up the baseball's portion of first up. You know what that means. We're heading right on over to the NBA's portion of first up and welcome back Mitchell Mack. What's good, my man. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. We're excited to have you here today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. One quick uh, shout out to Baylor University. Winning it all, baby. They they were pretty freaking good. Uh, I think I had them winning in one of my brackets. I made two brackets. I had them winning. And keep in mind, I know nothing about college basketball. Uh, I just picked them because my dad went there. But yeah, it's good to know that, I, that I'm right about that, I guess. You know, we didn't talk a lot or at all about uh, this year's March Madness, but... Uh... You know, from watching the old uh, telly, it was actually pretty. It was pretty interesting uh, this year. Old telly, UCLA getting knocked out with a final oh shot. I mean, gosh, even if you're Gonzaga. not, a, if you're not a, a big college basketball fan, you gotta, you gotta acknowledge it. Yeah, got. I mean, yeah, you gotta love the competition. Gotta love it. But you know what? We're moving on from college basketball because that's over. That's yesterday's news. Get out of here, Baylor. You're old trash now. We're talking we're po- about NBA. We're posting this tomorrow, so we're this is like tomorrow. really yeah. old news right now. Yeah, they're ancient by that time. So I'm going to be talking a little basketball for you, NBA style, and I got my three pointers, Denny. Let's hear it. Hey, we're, this is the NBA segment of First Up. We'll take it away, Mitchell Mack. Dang right, I got pointer number one coming in with a hot free throw. ESPN released their 25 under 25. If you don't know what this is, ESPN will take their top 25 players that are under the age of 25 in the NBA, and they're like, "Hey, here's the best, and here's the not so best." Uh, and so they're ranking. And you can look this up yourself. The top 10. It goes: Luka Doncic. This is in order: Zion Williamson, Lamelo Ball. Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, Ben Simmons, Devin Booker, Bam Adebayo, and Shea Gilders-Alexander. They're top 10 I know. 25. I know you don't agree with this. I don't. Uh, you know, and I agree with a lot of it. I, don't get me wrong. I agree with a ton of it. I think Luka Doncic, number one, that's pretty obvious. I think Zion Williamson, number two. Yeah. I also think that's a banger. Okay. So, uh, But it's, it's after that that I started to disagree. So my number three. Uh, on ESPN's list, they had number three at LaMelo Ball. He is not number three on my list. Number three for me is Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. Uh, this dude has Kobe, 
in his DNA. I know the season's not going well for them, but this is like career trajectory, you know? Uh, this is like what they're going to achieve, how great they can be. Uh, and I think Jason Tatum has the offensive skill set. He has the size. He has the determination. And, you know, the Celtics are having a weird year, but they're still one yeah. of the top franchises of all time. Uh, so I think he's in good hands there. I put Tatum at number three. Uh, at number four, I put Donovan Mitchell. I think this guy has proven himself time and time again with the Utah Jazz. He reminds me a lot of Dwayne Wade. They have a similar size. They have a similar skill set. Uh, they have that like heart and determination. They can go up against anybody. Uh, very in a, in a great uh, skill set when it comes to like passing and scoring and leading a team. Uh, yeah, so I put him at my number four. Number five, I put Devin Booker. And okay. on this list, he's number eight. Devin Booker, the guy who had 70 points in a game. Disrespectful. I know. That Devin Booker, the guy who in the bubble went off, who was, was the bubble MVP, I believe. And, uh, you know, he, he's crazy talented. Talking about how uh, I just said how Jason Tatum has Kobe in his DNA. Devin Booker has Kobe on his feet. He's always wearing the Kobe's. He loves Kobe. He, he uh, embodies everything Kobe did. He's a pure scorer. Uh, he's got to be higher than number. He's number five. Number six, I put De'Aaron Fox, just like on ESPN. I love De'Aaron Fox. He reminds me of Kevin Garnett. He has okay. this like tenacity and this ferociousness about him that I love. Uh, and I, I hope he does the Kings justice. I hope he does them justice and vice versa. Uh, I think it's great. Number seven, I put Bam out of Bayou. Super talented, offensive skill set, great defender. Uh, you know, him, him and Jimmy Butler doing great for the heat. Number eight is where I put LaMelo ball on ESPN's list. He was number three and I, I get it. Cause he's exciting to watch and he is, he's a joy to watch and his passing is really fun. It, his shot selection is fun. Um, but you know, do you honestly take him over Booker or over Jason Tatum in my opinion? No, no, you do not. No, you do not. No, you do not. Uh, he, may, he I, may be electric in a bottle, but you don't take him. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. And, um, and then at number nine, I put Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons uh, on the original list is at number seven. I put him lower because, you know, he's been playing in the NBA for three or four years, still doesn't have a jump shot. And he's an, he's an incredible talent. You know, he's going to be maybe defensive player of the year. Uh, you know, he, he, he's an all-star, he can pass, he can rebound, he can do everything except for shoot. <laughs> but in today's NBA, you need to be able to shoot. You, you need, need to be to. able to score. And every other guy on this list, they can score, yeah. you know, and they can score on their own. Uh, and so that's why I put Ben Simmons there. And then Shea Gojus Alexander, I put him as 10, uh, super talented guy, but I, I believe that pretty much everyone else on this list has that like superstar potential. I don't know about Shea Gilders. I think he's all-star potential for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, Denny, what do you think? Did I? Do you think I got it better? Do you think I got it worse? I agree with you. I truly do. Um, up and down that list, uh, there's just one problem. Much like in the all-star <laughs> game, I think you may know where I'm at. I, I think I'm leaving some uh, some calves off. Man. I, I think, think you're leaving going. off Colin Sexton, and you can't do that. And he's not the only one. He's not the only one that uh, fits the bill that could be on that list. They got, they have some pretty amazing up and comers, but Colin Sexton would be my only add on. Yeah. Well, Colin Sexton, you know what, what I was saying about De'Aaron Fox, like that tenacity, yeah. uh, Colin Sexton has a lot of that too. He has a lot of that. Like I will, I will take anyone one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. I will 
destroy you right now. He has that mentality, and I really like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, talent-wise, I I don't think he's there yet. But you know, I mean, I'm sure he's on in their top 25. Because if he's not, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, top 10. I mean, I I I could see him going over Shea Gojers Alexander for that 10th spot potentially. I think his game will continue to evolve. Um, I think one of the biggest aspects of that though is he needs to have the national media behind him. And right now, when you're on a losing ball club, yeah. you're not you're not getting much at all primetime action. Well, and not not only losing, but small market. Yeah. And so when you put those two things together, yeah, it's it's a little rough. No, no one's yeah, no one's really repping their Colin Sexton jersey right now, just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Mine's in the mail. <laughs> it's it's coming slowly but surely. All right, that is my point number one. That's my free throw. I'm moving okay. on to point okay. number two. I'm gonna do a little uh, reverse dunk here for you. So we're talking about the oh. East and West standings. First yeah. up, I'm gonna go with the East. And the main thing I'm going to be talking about, uh, do I think there are going to be any extreme changes going on uh, in these standings? I'll read them for you real quick. And this is all in order. So we got Brooklyn Nets, Philly, Milwaukee Bucks, Atlanta Hawks, Miami Heat, Charlotte. And those are one through six. And then seven through 10, these are the play-in spots. We have Boston Celtics, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Bulls. And then after that, uh, we have the Raptors, we have the Cavs, we have the Wizards, we have the Magic and the Pistons. So do I think anything is going to change significantly about these standings? Uh, not personally, no. Uh, I think, you know, Toronto is right behind Chicago, but there seems to be a lot of turmoil going on in Toronto right now, a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think they can take that spot from Chicago. And I know Chicago has been losing a little bit, but I think they're going to find themselves. And, you know, they're still gelling because when you add a guy like Vucevic, who's a a huge offensive uh, threat. You know, I think it takes time to gel with like him and Zach Levine. And once they find it, I think they'll be good to go. Um, I don't see Charlotte moving out of the sixth seed, you know, Boston, I think they'll be in that playing seed and, you know, Boston and the Knicks, if they play each other, I could definitely see the Knicks taking that game because, because Boston is, um, it, like I've been saying, they're a little shaky. They're a little up and down. And, you know, it's, it's a one-game situation. It's, it's a March Madness situation right there. And I could definitely see the Knicks taking that game. Uh, Denny, do you think there's anything anything might change? Like, Do you think Brooklyn will stay on top? Do you think uh, 76ers will stay number two? What do you think? No, I, I think at this point in the season, we've already got a chance to see past that two-third mark where play, teams are starting to truly kind of um, show you what they're made of. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my only big question marks is, you know, I don't think the, the seeding will speak for itself in the playoffs. That's my only notion. I, I think, you know, for the most part, the standings are going to be, I think where momentum lies right now is uh, pretty much within those top seeded teams come mm-hmm. playoff time. You could see a, a team like the bulls, you know, kind of shake it up a little bit. The Knicks shake it up a little bit. Um yeah, yeah, but, and, and I think it depends on uh, on who they match up with. Because I mean, in in that first round, if you match up with the Nets or yeah. the 76ers, uh, in my opinion, I feel like it'd be pretty hard to get an upset there. But I mean, you know, you never know; it could happen. Uh, although I will say that of all the professional sports, basketball is the one that normally you can you can pinpoint and be like, ah, they're not going to lose. You know, like because I, I know in the in the NFL playoffs, it's a one game situation. Yeah. Anything can happen. Uh, hockey, crazy stuff happens. Baseball, crazy stuff happens. Um, 
But yeah, so I, I think the East standings are, are pretty good, pretty solid. But now I want to talk about my three-pointer. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the Western Conference standings. Let's hear it. And, and I do think there's going to be a bit of shakeup. I'll, I'll tell you what in a sec. So I'm yeah. going to read just like I did before. So we got in order, Utah, Phoenix, LA Clippers, Denver Nuggets, LA Lakers, Trailblazers, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, San Antonio Golden State. Those are all the play playoff teams right now. And then you have the Pelicans, the Kings, OKC, Rockets, Timberwolves. Um, my team to watch for are the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Right now, they're the number five seed in the West. All right. And I've I've written some things down. I took some notes. I did my homework. Oh, that's right. Homework time. So the Lakers have 22 games left. All right. Right now they are 31 and 19 of their last 10 games. They're four and six. So the uh, 40% win percentage, right? So we don't really know when Anthony Davis is coming back. LeBron James, uh, the latest he's coming back is May 1st which yeah. I think that's when they would bring him back because, you know, they want to save him as much as they can for the playoffs. They don't want to bring LeBron in too early and then he get injured again. No. Uh, so I think May 1st is a likely timetable for him to come back. Uh, but with that in mind, if they keep this pace of a 40% winning percentage with 22 games left, that means that they would go 9-13 and 13 over these last 22 games. Their final uh, tally would be 40-32 and 32 with a 55% win percentage uh and that would put them right in the uh right in the seventh seed i believe and so that would move up dallas to the sixth seed uh and then they have memphis still at the eighth seed uh oh no i'm sorry yeah yeah no, yeah so so the lakers would be the eighth seed and this would be a really interesting position for them to be in to you know to be the defending champs and then have to come in to win a game yeah to, to even make it to the playoffs um i i think it'll be very interesting and, and you know this this is just obviously a projection uh for all we know they, they could perform a lot better without lebron and anthony davis but i doubt it because you know their core right now of, of kyle kuzma and dennis Schroeder uh isn't really cutting it when it comes to the good teams like they'll be able to beat the bad teams you know like your rockets or whoever but if they're playing the Bucks or anyone, they're not coming out on top against them. Like they just played uh, the Clippers and they got destroyed. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I want to know, I want to know your opinion. Do you think anyone's going to change? What do you think about uh, the Lakers in the situation? Do you think that plan would be fun for them? Good for them? Do you think it'd be bad for them with Anthony Davis and LeBron missing some games? What do you think? Well, I, you know, I, the fact that they're going to, have a chance to get those players back um, possibly right before we'll, we'll tell a lot of the story because if, if they play more conservative with them and, and really kind of hope that, you know, they're really at their peak best, you know, um, health wise, then I could see them continuing to, to trail off. It, it really will come down to how much they value the seating. I think the Lakers have the ability to move up or down the board the most out of that, you know, standings right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but going even back to the Eastern Conference, I think a lot of it is, is that those one those one off games. I think that's where the cream always rises to the top. In a seven game basketball, uh, best of seven, you know, or heck, even prior to that, best of five, you know, you have a chance to kind of see that best team prevail throughout. Mm-hmm. You get one time. That's where that's where I kind of feel like with the NFL. You know, that's where you know you could almost 
see that or they say any given Sunday yeah because it's one game yeah and and that that I mean not not trying to not answer too much of uh, the standings but I think that'll play a big role because the Lakers know this is you know could be a one and done so with that being said I think there would be almost a little bit more of a sacrifice to let's not make sure the standings are so pretty let's you know make sure our players are as healthy as possible yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're the Lakers and and you have a healthy LeBron James and a healthy Anthony Davis, you're like, if I'm playing the Grizzlies or whoever, I'll be able to take them in one game. Uh, but I feel like if you're Memphis, you know, you you want that opportunity. Yeah, you're like to be able to take LeBron and, and Anthony Davis who haven't played in a while to you're play right. the champs to potentially beat them, like, um. That that would be really fun, and and I think the other team to watch out for is Golden State. Uh, the Pelicans are right on their tail. I can the see. Kings, I can yeah. see that. And the Kings aren't far behind that. Uh, and and you know Golden State, it seems like things are really weird. Steph gets injured frequently. Draymond Green gets injured and seems to not care. Uh, you know, like recently he said that he's not motivated by the play-in tournament. Yeah. And I'm like, you understand that that's your way into the playoffs, right? Like <laughs> that you should be motivated by that because that's how you get in the playoffs. So I don't understand his logic there. But I, if, if you're a Golden State fan, I would be concerned about yeah. these this year's playoff run. No, I don't think they even have a prayer when it comes to even making it deep into the playoffs. But oh yeah, yeah. That I think that ship has sailed for them. No matter what things look like in the next year or two, it, yeah, I, I think their best time is over. I yeah, I I agree. Um, I think if they have a healthy Clay Thompson next yeah. year, th- things could be better. But I think Draymond Green has passed his prime. Yeah. I, I don't know how much value he has left. He can't really score that well. He's still really smart, and he's still a pretty good defender. Um, but, you know, Draymond Green is one of those players who he shines. I mean, he shined when he had a healthy Steph Curry and a healthy Kevin Durant and uh, Clay Thompson and Andre Godala. You know, like, like he's great when you have a stacked team. Yeah, when you have a, one of the best teams of all time. He's a great fourth option. Yeah, but but when you don't, when you can't pass to the best shooters of all time, then all of a sudden, you know, he's not that good anymore. We're crazy, you know. I, I totally agreed. You yeah, know, but those fa- are my father. Time is the best defender of all time, dude. He will. He, he will he's block rapid. you when 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 your time is up. He will block you. And yeah. It's- Draymond Green was talking about how he's the best defender of all time, and you're like, no, 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 no. There's someone who's guarding you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's clamping you up, buddy. <laughs> By the minute. And uh, does that take us over to uh, point number three? I, I believe it does. I believe okay. point three was Dunzo. Dunzo McGunzo. Okay. Well, that takes us through point number three. You know what that means. We're done with the first up. We're heading right oh, on yes, over I to. Do. I'm turning that mic down. Make it the time for second that emotion. Yeah, super oh, smooth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, in second that emotion, excited to mention we're going to be talking about baseball as well. But first, we got the NBA. Mitchell Mack, baseball take it away. with NBA. I'm taking it up. So I challenged myself this week. Last week, I want to do a triple double team. This week, I'm doing teams who will not be in the playoffs or aren't in the playoffs race right now. So at point guard, I got. Russell Westbrook, and or Fred Van Vliet from the Toronto Raptors. Uh, These guys, 
Probably not going to be making the playoffs, but their stats are going to be crazy. We all know how Westbrook does it. He scores, he rebounds, he assists. And Fred Van Vliet, he's a passer and a great scorer. You get either of those guys, they might not be winning, but they are going to be winning you fantasy points. That so you got to pick true. them up. It's true. Number two, shooting guard. I got De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings. They are still playoff hopefuls. I doubt they will make it, but... I do know De'Aaron Fox will get you a lot of points. He's the heart and soul of the Sacramento Kings. He's in the, the 25 under 25. Uh, dude will get you points. He will get you assists. He will get you rebounds. He will get you hustle. But then again, hustle doesn't really matter in this because we're just talking fantasy points. But you got to take De'Aaron Fox. He's going to freaking kill it. At small forward, I have Brandon Ingram of the New Orleans Pelicans. They might prove me wrong. They might make the playoffs. They might take it over Golden State. I doubt it. But what I do know for a fact is Brandon Ingram is a bucket. And that guy can score from anywhere. He is Kevin Durant Jr. You can take him any day of the week. He will make it rain. And next up at Power Forward, we have Kelly Olynyk. He's been traded around a little bit. He's now on the Houston Rockets, and the dude is balling out of his mind right now. Houston Rockets are terrible, but Kelly Olynyk's stat lines are looking pretty good. So if you want to pick up a power forward, Kelly Olynyk is your man. And good lastly, move. at the center position, I got meow, Carl Anthony Towns. He's back. <laughs> He's back, baby. And, you know, he's, he's been missing the season a lot, uh, but, guys, his production – is almost second to none. The points, uh, like he single-handedly almost beat the 76ers because of his points and his rebounds and his assists and his block shots and his steals. The guy is otherworldly when it comes to the stat sheet. And personally, I kind of hope he gets out of Minnesota because he's too talented for that franchise. But for this week, pick up the cat, man, for your fantasy player. Hey, you heard it first. Dang right you did. (laughs) Pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. Um, I like that. I like that lineup a lot. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. You know, you put those guys on a team, man, they'll they'll kill. They'll destroy. That's a good team. That's a good squad. <laughs> oh, and we got a little uh, pickup of the week. Yeah, let's hear it. So my pickup of the week, this guy was traded around from the Cavs to the Rockets, and he's really found a home there, Kevin Porter Jr. That's right. Yeah, this guy's really filling up the stat sheets right now. Um, and like I said, the Rockets need him. The Rockets need a guy like that to score. They're not a great team right now. Uh, and he's super talented. I mean, he's just talented out of the wazoo. I think Kevin Love said that he was the most talented guy on the Cavs before he got traded. Uh, this guy can score like crazy. Uh, every now and then he'll, he'll give out a lot of dimes too. So Kevin Porter Jr. is your guy for the pickup of the week. Still salty. He is not, uh, repping that Cleveland. A, li- a little salty. Little. Yeah. Salty, or is that? <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, we appreciate that, Mitchell Mack. Quite the lineup, quite the pickup of the week. Uh, speaking of lineups, guys, it's baseball season. So dang right, it is. We're off to a pretty electric start right now. Uh, first base, I'm going to kick things right on off. Uh, Colin Moran, uh, Colin Moran from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, for your first baseman, second baseman, Whit Merrifield from the Kansas City Royals. We have the Giants, Evan Longoria at third base. Shortstop, Corey Seager. Catcher, Will Smith. Not that Will Smith. The Wait other Will second. Smith. The other Will Smith. Um, pitchers, uh, we're going top three pitchers. Um, we're going Danny Duffy, Jose Barrios, and Zach Granke. Um, checking out their ERAs. Those are next to nothing. They're not giving up much earned runs at all, Mitchell Mack. 
No, 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 not today. <laughs> um, outfield, we're going uh, Mike Trout, Joey Gallo, and Clint Frazier. Um, bullpen, we're going Diego Castillo, Jake McGee, and uh, Julian Merriweather. Quite the baseball lineup. I would start all of them with confidence if you're playing in a regular fantasy league or just going on the old fan duel, DraftKings. Have fun with that. Um, pickup of the week. I'm going to go Homer style USA. Uh, I'm going to go with my guy, Emmanuel Classe. Um, This guy has been throwing up 101, 102 mile per hour pitches. He's going to rack up strikeouts for you. I doubt the ERA will even be there. And uh, biggest thing is, does he get saves? We don't know right now. We don't know if he's going to be a closer out in Cleveland, but pick him up. Worst case, you pick someone else up next week and we'll have those pickups of the week. That's what we do here. You bet your bottom dollar we will. <laughs> well, goodness, we did NBA. We did second that emotion. Mitchell Mack, thank you again for some brilliant content today. Denford, I'm always glad to be here. That's why I got this mic stand. I got it just for you. Yeah. Well, it sounds great. And you look great. We'll see you again next week. That you will, Den. What an incredible time having Mitchell on. We always enjoy when Mitchell Mack is back at Denny Thinks He Knows. All righty. We're going to be heading right on over to Last Straw. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Guess who decided to stop in? Oh, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but I will tell you. Um, welcome to the show, Dr. Phil. Well, hello. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Phil. Welcome to my show. Dr. Phil, this is, this is my show. Well, that can be interpreted, Danny, different ways. I mean, right now I'm talking in on your show, so it's kind of my show. Oh, well, kind of, sort of, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Well, it is to me. So, uh, what's going on, Danny? How can I help you? Well, it's <laughs> this is a sports talk show, Doctor Phil. We're having fun talking sports. Hey, baseball season is uh, actually upon us now. It's already started. What do you think? I think it's going to be great. I think we're off to a really great start in Major League Baseball. We got real fans in the stands. You know, I'll tell you, last year, the players did not like the cardboard cutouts. Really? No, they did not. I once had a cardboard cutout at my show. I tried talking to it. It was quieter than a peanut talking on peanuts. Uh, Peanuts talking on peanuts. It didn't say a word, Danny. You know, sometimes you got to let the window down, okay? Let the air in. Um, right. You got to talk to people. You got to communicate with them. Cash them outside. How about that? Okay, Dr. Phil. Well, you know what? You kind of lost me a little bit, but, you know, I do agree with you. Having real fans in the stands is pretty excellent. Well, right after this commercial break, we're going to be talking more about baseball and my favorite hot dogs all throughout the country. Well, you know what? There isn't a commercial break, and that is your time, Dr. Phil. We'd love to have you back on the show again, but right now we're going to keep this gravy train rolling. Well, that's on you, Danny. Sometimes you got to let the windows down, let the air in. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand that. Have a great one, Dr. Phil. Hope to see you around. You too. Cash me outside. How about that? Oh, my gosh, guys. That was Dr. Phil. What do you guys think? Pretty incredible, I think. All right, guys, that definitely means we're heading off to last straw. And in last straw, something I feel very passionate about, 
metal bats should be used in Major League Baseball. Now, hear me out before you say, oh, wait a second. Wait, it's been traditional with wooden bats. Listen, college baseball uses metal bats. They use it to propel the batting average. The ball hit gets hit further. First off, that's like two plus two. Equals a lot of fun, okay? I think that's a lot of fun to have a metal bat blast baseballs further and keep batting averages up higher, okay? And of course, college baseball wants that. That actually propels them into the draft. That makes them a higher draft pick. Why wouldn't colleges want higher draft picks for their players come play at our school we get a bunch of top 10 you know draftees in major league baseball and why wouldn't major league baseball not want it either right like once they get to the majors now you got to pay them you have all those higher batting averages and home runs that all plays a big role in that offseason making that contract up so it's all money's game guys it's money for college it's money for major league baseball us fans don't get to see it the players don't get the benefits of that well, let us. Let the fans and the players have more fun. College and Major League Baseball, they had their fun. Bring in metal bats. And before you say, well, what about the lightning, Denny? Or, or, or what about, you know, player safety? It's safe enough for the college players. First off, you see lightning, the game's called, okay? They'll call the game. And, and, and also, if it's, health, if it's safe enough, keep the players healthy, right? If it's safe enough to let college players that don't have any payment they don't have a contract they're just literally playing their kids playing on a field and that's okay for them to use metal bats think about it okay think about it metal baseball bats need to be in major league baseball make it more fun and and let us see those further home runs man let's see a ball get blasted out of the stadium that would be fun that would be fun all right guys that is my time that's my show You've heard it here first, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you heard it on your Spotify, Apple podcast. You may also have watched me on YouTube, in which I appreciate that. We're, we're just trying to expand so everyone gets a chance to hear or listen, however they may please. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's uh, episode of Denny Thinks He Knows. No questions yet again. Feel free to send those questions on through. If you're listening, send it on through. I'd love to help answer your question. Glasserdenny at gmail.com, any social media platforms, you know where to find me. Until next time, guys, that's me and that's my show. Take care. Uh, Bye-bye.